Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps today. 92.3 The Fan is, of course, the station that you're listening to. I am here till 2 o'clock today. Uh, after that, Nick Wilson will take over, and we will lead you right into Jim Donovan, Nathan Zagura, Browns, Jets, down at the stadium, all kinds of good stuff. Browns with a chance to clinch a playoff spot today, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, we got a packed show for you today. I wonder if anybody's ever come on the air before and have been like, we've got an empty show. I have no idea what in the hell we're going to do. We're going to make some stuff up for a few hours and figure it out from there. I think we've done that a few times on holidays, like on July 4th. We've come in and been like, you know what? We're not entirely sure what we're going to talk about today, but we're going to have some fun. The wonderful Meredith Kane helping me along the way on the board. Andrew Hody on the updates and also behind the glass today as well. Yeah, I, I, I want somebody to do that at some point because I feel like every single show on this earth comes on and goes, we got a packed show for it. Here are the 18 things that we'll be covering and doing throughout this whole thing. I want somebody to be like, I got two ideas. We're going to milk these puppies for four hours and we're really going to hope for the best. Like, <laughs> I want nothing more than that. So, anyway, Nick Costas, our Odyssey betting insider, is going to join us at 11 o'clock. Then we're right at high noon with the latest on the Browns. May I ask a couple Caps questions as well? It's the nice thing about having him as your Cleveland sports beat reporter. He's got an eye on everything. And our old pal Spencer Davies, covering the Cavs for Sports Illustrated, going to be joining us along the way. Talk about last night's win over the, the Dallas Mavericks. It was a great win for the Cavaliers, 113-110. to that looked real, real ugly to begin with. And it looked like Luka Doncic was going to go off for about 70. And then all of a sudden, Jared Allen was switched onto him and decided to basically clamp down on Luka Doncic and make his life real miserable. The Cavs defense turned it on and the offense got just enough to get the job done. So we'll cover all of those things today, but let's start down at the lakefront. So for the first time in a very, very long time, the Browns have a playoff clinching scenario. That's really easy. I didn't want to do this last week because there were so many moving parts that it was hysterical to me. Like, there were so many things that needed to come together and the stars to align and Pluto to be in the right place for all of the, all the teams to lose, tie, win, all that stuff for the cat, or for the uh, Browns to be able to clinch the playoffs. This is the week where you can start doing it. With honesty. This is the week that you can look at it because it's real simple. Browns win. You beat the Jets, you're in. It's that easy. You beat the Jets, you're in. There's a couple other things in between there with oars that you could still find your way in. The Steelers lose or tie at the Seahawks. The Bills lose versus the Patriots. The Jags lose or tie. The Texans lose or tie. And the Colts uh, have to lose or tie against the Raiders as well. Like, there's a lot of different ways. But it's winning you're in. It's winning you're in in your own building down on the lakefront. That's it. 
Those are the kind of playoff odds that I have looked at this entire year as the perfect way for the Browns to get this done. Because I've believed from the beginning that you should be the keeper of your own fate. Get your house in order. You get your house in order. Don't worry about any house that's around you. You know, I, I was, I had people yelling at me earlier in the season because I was like, I don't care what happens on Thursday night football between the Steelers and the Bengals. I don't care between any of those things. I don't care this year. This year is all about the Cleveland Browns getting their house in order and being in control of their own destiny and not having to care about what anybody else is doing. There are so many wild cards now that you don't need to sit back and play that game all the time. And now you're in that situation where you are holding your destiny. And look, it's going to be a tough one. I don't think this game is going to be a pushover. Yes, the Jets' offense is broken. Zach Wilson's out for this one. The only time this offense has looked decent was for one game against Houston with Zach Wilson at the helm. Trevor Simeon's going to be the starting quarterback. Like, yes, their offense is broken. They can run the ball real well. Brees Hall's had a nice season. But their offense is broken. The other side, though, is the fact that their defense, and especially the pass defense, has been really good. So the Jets' defense is giving up 4.5 yards per attempt this season on the ground. If you want to attack this Jets' defense, you need to do it on the ground. The problem is, is the Browns have had a real hard time since Flacco has come in being able to attack teams on the ground. We've hammered these stats home all week. I'll give it to you one more time. In the four games that Joe Flacco has started, 23 attempts for 86 yards. That was the first game. Second game was 28 attempts for 82 yards. 18 attempts for 29 yards against the Bears. And 30 attempts for 54 yards against the Texans. The Browns have not been able to find much of a running game since the Dewan Jones injury, since it became James Hudson and Gerard Christian. They have had a very, very hard time finding a running game. Now, some of that also is Joe Batonio's back along the way. But this was a team that was built with the strong running game. And this was a team whose offensive identity was very much based in that Gary Kubiak philosophy of we run the ball, we make everything look as similar as possible, and the play-action game and everything. And that's the best way to attack this Jets team is what this Browns team has done poorly. At least over the last four games have done poorly, which is having an ability to run the ball. So if they want to win this game, they have got to find a running game. They absolutely have to find some semblance of a running game because 30 attempts for 54 yards is not going to get this done, and especially with how good the Jets' pass defense has been. They've only allowed 2,529 yards through the air this season. That is the second least in the NFL. By the way, the least amount is your Cleveland Browns. So it's basically the two best, at least yard-wise, passing defenses going up against each other in this game. They've only allowed 16 touchdowns through the air while grabbing 14 picks. Browns have led the league in tackles for a loss this season. The Jets are third. So these two defenses with Quentin Williams, Sauce Gardner on the outside as well, is going to give Amari Cooper everything that he can handle. And by the way, that's not an insult to the Browns or anything like that. Sauce Gardner is really good. He's been giving wide receivers problems this entire year. He's been giving wide receivers problems his whole career. There's a reason why the guy was as high of a pick as he was. He was the rookie of the year when he came out. Quentin Williams will get after the quarterback. He's going to push Ethan Posick. He's going to push Joel Batonio. He's going to push Wyatt Teller. He's going to make those guys work. 
this Jets defense is legit. And so I think this game is built as one of those that is going to be super low scoring. It is not going to be easy tonight. It is not going to be a pushover, and it's not going to be the, all right, chalk this up, Jets terrible, let's go. Jets have a terrible record. They've been terrible all season. Their offense is broken. They fell apart the minute Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, you can say that about the offense. You're not wrong. Garrett Wilson's still really good, but, like, everything else on that offense is kind of meh, and Brees Hall as well. But, like, everything else is kind of just meh. The question is, on top of that, is the Browns are going to need to score some points and kind of put this Jets team away and bury them. They're going to have to get out early, and it's going to have to be somebody else besides Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper's been outstanding. I just have a lot of respect for Sauce Gardner. I, I just, for good reason. I mean, he's shown you nothing but that. And it's winning you're in on top of that one. So I think if the Browns get out early and they get a 14 nothing lead, 17 nothing lead in the first half, 17-7, something along those lines, I feel pretty good going out through the rest of this game. The thing is, is if you let the Jets hang around and hanging around and hanging around, you know, the old Teddy KGB hanging around, hanging around. If you let this Jets team do that, then you make the fourth quarter a little more interesting where they only need to hit one big play and there needs to be one busted coverage. There needs to be one time that somebody doesn't have the right assignment. That's my big thing with this game is, yes, this offense is broken, but even a broken offense can hit one to two plays that cause you to lose a game. Perfect example, Pittsburgh Steelers in week two. One big play buried the Browns. One miscommunication in the secondary. Kenny Pickett hit George Pickens on a route. Pickens took off because there was a miscommunication. Now that's against the best defense in football. And I, I think we all agree on that one, and I don't think we're pandering when we say that. I think we have all the numbers, and at the backup, too, that the Browns' defense is the best defense in football, and frankly, one of the best defenses we've seen in the last 10 years. But even one busted coverage can cause you a game. And so that's my number one thing. Joe Flacco is going to need to find other people. It's going to need to be David Njoku. It's going to need to be Elijah Moore. It's going to need to be a couple other guys on this offense to help along the way, and they need to find a running game if they want to put the Jets away and put this in a position where you're not asking your defense to be flawless. That has been the biggest revelation since Joe Flacco has taken over, and I think that's been the biggest help to this team from the beginning, from the minute that Flacco stepped in and started looking like the quarterback we've seen. The defense no longer needs to be flawless. P.J. Walker, you had to be flawless. DTR, you had to be flawless. You had no wiggle room. You needed to force turnovers. You needed to make life easy on your offense because you knew that the guys who were at the helm are not exactly the creme de la creme. DTR, the, the jerk style, he could get there at some point, but again, he was a rookie, and we know how rookies operate in this league. They're not all C.J. Stroud. There are far more range of outcomes that lean toward a guy who looks like he's lost and overwhelmed than it is C.J. Stroud. So... Get out to a lead. Help your defense out so that it doesn't need to be flawless. Because when you have no wriggle room, that's when mistakes begin to happen. When things get tight, that's when mistakes happen. Also, you don't have Dustin Hopkins in this game. You're going to have Riley Patterson. 
a kicker who has a kick down who has a kick down by the lakefront outside of what was it Christmas Day and the day after he was down there kicking. That place hasn't been packed. It hasn't been night. And that wind hasn't been whipping. Because we know how it gets down there, and especially on a night like tonight where there's a chance it might get a little wet on top of it. It's an experience kicking down there. And you no longer have the weapon that you once had in Dustin Hopkins for this game. And you have Corey Bajorquez doubtful for this game on top of that. You you also are in a position where you're probably going to see a punter that just walked in the door on Tuesday. Now, again, it's a punter. And they can figure, and they figure this out. I mean, it's not like when you go team to team, the ball changes. You know, it's the same ball you're kicking. You're just kicking it in different colors. Still, that was a weapon. And now that weapon's been neutralized. The same way that Dustin Hopkins is a weapon. And that weapon has been neutralized. So 216-474-0092. At the sports fella on Twitter, if you so desire. What do you need to see from this Browns team? for them to walk out with all of us going absolutely berserk because the Browns have clinched a playoff win before the last week of the season and didn't need anybody's help from anywhere else. What do you need to see tonight for a Browns win? Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. I'm here till 2 o'clock today. After that, it'll be Nick Wilson. After that, of course, Browns radio network coverage. Jets, Browns down at the stadium. A chance to clinch a playoff spot. All you got to do is win. All you got to do is win. And all of a sudden, you don't have to worry about anybody else in your life. You don't have to worry about anything else when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. You don't have to worry about this team losing and this team tying and this team only winning but can only win by this amount of points. Forget it. You don't need it. All of it's gone. You win, you're in. That easy. Now, where you juggle in there, that might be a different story. But you're in. You'd probably be the five seed. You're probably looking at whoever the South champion is. And I'm still not sure which one I'd want to see, but boy, we've got two weeks to figure that out. We got two weeks to figure that out. We got time. So let's focus in on tonight. Because one of the funniest things is, and Andrew Hody played it in the 2020 that you heard to the top of the hour. This made me laugh really, really hard when I first heard it. And, and I've heard it when Kevin Stefanski did it on and said it on Tuesday. But when he decided to warn the fans, Beforehand. Does anyone else feel like their father, like if the first time you've ever gone to like a big college football game or the first time you've gone to an NFL game where they're looking at you and they're like, okay, we're going to allow you to drink. You got to pace yourself. Well, you want to know the best part is that me being the jerk that I am would look for the loophole. And I noticed the part where he said behave for most of the day. We're like, okay, so we have permission to misbehave for at least part of the day is what you're saying. Right. Probably from it and misbehave to a point, of course. We don't the last thing we don't need do is anything to fill da- up the drunk Don't tank. do anything dangerous. Yeah. Do not do anything that would endanger yourself or right. other people. Have fun. Be safe. Go could exist below the Buffalo Bills line. Like that's it. Like like here's the Bills line where you're jumping through tables and you're doing all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. Those people are get get six feet of snow and really have nothing else to look forward to besides jumping through tables. Like that's the Buffalo Bills line. So just exist a little below the Buffalo Bills line. By that ease yourself in. You know, have a good breakfast this morning, good protein. You know, make sure you got a good start. Bloody Mary, ease yourself in. Okay? During the day itself, pace yourself. 
It's an 8 p.m. kick. Unless your goal is to take a nap at 3, pace yourself. Keep the carbs down. Those will wear you down, too. Go meat heavy. Go full-blown carnivore. A little salad in there, too, just to get those veggies in. And then that way at about 7 o'clock, you can get after it. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, you can get after it. And then you can get the table. And maybe if your friend hasn't paid long enough attention to those rules that we just mapped out, you might be able to put him through one. It's good old Undertaker style. Choke slam right through the table. That made me laugh so much when I heard that one. It, uh, Kevin's face going, right, you know, basically giving you the the fatherly advice before I had like, all right, pace yourself. We don't need you sleeping in the seats. We don't need Amazon to be scrolling across and go, there it is. That's the guy that's falling asleep in a seat. So, two at six four seven four double zero ninety two at the Sports Feller on Twitter if you so desire. I love this. I love the fact that it is in the stadium. I love the fact that your clinching scenario for this game is win and you're in. The only thing that I will continue to caution is very much the fact that, like, hey, the Jets' record is ugly. The Jets' offense is broken. I will continue to say that over and over again. The Jets' defense is legit. And even with a broken offense, a broken offense can hit one big play. A broken offense can hit two big plays especially with a really good defense and the fact that they can run the ball. Browns have been excellent against the run all year as well. The defense has been fantastic, but they can – Brees Hall's been really good on the ground. Trevor Simeon is not a good quarterback. Garrett Wilson is good at what he does. But even a bad quarterback can hit a wide receiver for a a long play. Remember week two. Kenny Pickett looked lost that entire game. Kenny Pickett was on his back that whole game. He hit one play. One play to George Pickens. And the offense sputtered throughout that entire game with Deshaun Watson at the helm. He got called for those face maskings. He he just it fell apart, and you ended up losing a game to a team with a broken offense. It has happened before. So that's why my whole key for this entire game, and we're going to do two keys in a lock a little bit later on, and by the way, we will have quick predicts today. We have talked to the Board of Governors about quick predicts. They have decided that this is something that should take place on a day like today. So get yourself prepared for that one, too. But my biggest thing with this game is get out to a lead early. 17 nothing, 17-3, something along those lines. Bury them. Because if you can take Brees Hall out and you're relying on Trevor Simeon to win games for the New York Jets, that is a recipe for success for the Cleveland Browns. Roman and Kent, welcome to the show, man. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Good, good, good. I just wanted to call and say, um, one, I think that's the fancy comment. It it shows that he, he gets us. You know, he gets the city. He knows how excited we are about it. And he knows that we also got to – you know, get to 8 o'clock. So I love that. I, and it's, I heard and that it's and also on top of that one, uh, Roman, my favorite part of that entire thing is the fact that he also knows that this is the week between Christmas and New Year and everybody has... <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's off of work. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, he knows that of any of the weeks, we can start early this week. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I couldn't agree more as far as winning and just getting it done tonight. Don't wait around for anybody else's, um, you know, situation. Don't worry about that kind of stuff. Go out, win it for yourself. And this is the thing that he's been preaching all year long. Just go one and know everything else will fall into place. Um, but I, I want to see, I want to see a heavy run first. I want to see Kareem kind of running angry and wearing down that defense. So later on in the game, he can, and you know, Pierre Strong and Ford can can beat up on a tired defense. I know that their pass defense is, is really good as well as ours is, but the run is going to be key tonight, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a real good point, Roman. Enjoy the game tonight, and a very happy New Year to you. Thanks, you as well. And that's a great point. I mean, again, the Jets' run defense, 4.5 yards per attempt this season. If you want to beat the Jets, you beat them on the ground. That is the best way to go about it. It's just the ground game for the Browns has been shaky. The ground game for the Browns has not been ideal since Dewan Jones went down and they need to find something and whether it's more of an emphasis in the screen game whether it's that short passing game you know the old the old Bill Walsh that the short passing game is an extension of the run game whether it's something like that they're going to need to find success because they haven't been able to turn around and just hand the ball off and let them go and let Kareem Hunt go and let Jerome Ford go and have them have these monster explosive runs in the way that they did with Nick Chubb. Now, some of that is because, again, Nick Chubb is a monster. He's unbelievable. But some of that as well is because, it, you know, we know with every offensive line, at some point there's a saturation point. At some point, the guys of next man up are not at the same quality as the guys who've been there before. And by the way, that's that's fine. That's how teams work. So they got to be able to get that ground game going. I, I hope with everything in me that we have a Jerome Ford game where he breaks the 100-yard barrier, has 15 to 20 attempts, and ends up wearing down that Jets defense so that you can really open up that passing game because they're starting to pack the box. I hope that is the case. And I think it will. I think Kevin Stefanski knows these things. Like, we've gone through this entire season with him as a play caller, and we have seen him put these guys in positions to succeed. We've seen him alter his game plans. We've seen him evolve as a play caller to the talent that is out there. And if you don't think for half a second after putting up a game where you won by a boatload with 30 attempts and 54 yards, if you don't think that dude's been in the lab trying to figure out how to get these guys to run game to go, then you don't know Kevin Stefanski. This offense is built on the run game. The Shanahan Kubiak style of offense is built on the run game and continues to be. If you take away the run game from one of those Shanahan Kubiak style offenses, you lose a bunch because you don't have that play action. You don't have 
all of the different things that you could do off of it. And so I think we are going to see an evolution in that run game tonight. I don't totally know what it's going to be. I don't know if it means they're going to run more up the gut. I don't know if it means you're going to see a lot more, you know, a lot more duo. I don't know if it means that you're going to see a lot more fullback type stuff. If they're going to use a lot more of Mike, of uh, Nick Harris at, at that fullback spot. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think we are going to see an evolution in that run game because they have to. It is the way to win this game, to not let the Jets be able to send pressure at you and waves of pressure. We have seen waves of pressure all season long and how damaging it could be to quarterbacks because it's a Jim Schwartz defense. You've watched the Jim Schwartz defense all season long just send waves of pressure and then do hockey line changes around along the offensive line or defensive line, I should say, to bring in the next guys who could come in and bring that next wave of pressure. And then bring in the next group of guys who could come in and bring that wave of pressure. Then send JOK. Then send Greg Newsom. Then send Grant Delpit. Then send, you know, we've seen this all season long with how the Browns have been able to do this. Don't let the Jets be in that same position where they can send you those waves of pressure because they don't trust your ability to run the ball. And so I think Kevin Stefanski is going to have an answer for that. I think he's seen these numbers too. I think he's what we know he's watched the film. Hopefully an evolution is coming very, very soon in that run game because that will make life so much easier on your quarterback. That will make life so much easier on every other aspect of your game. Stu, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, I was just talking to your screener. He kind of answered my question, but my thought is this. like, If we clinch tonight, is there um, – Would we still have the division in question at this point. So Sunday – uh, we'll know everything. And at that point, do we rest people? Uh, is there a home field advantage to play or anything like that? What's your thoughts on where, when do we sit down the starters and when do we just sit there and, and let them, you know, rest? Stu, I'm going to give you the worst answer in sports talk radio. Oh, call me on Friday. Let me, <laughs> let me win first and right? then I'll worry about that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That is the worst answer in sports talk radio, and I am 100% aware. Call me on Friday, and then we will sit down and go, okay, you can rest this guy, you can rest this guy because you've already made it, or you can decide in between there if you're happy with it. Because right now, Stu, you're a Browns fan, I'm a Browns fan. Like Everybody who's listening to this is Browns fans. We're all like, look, don't tell me the odds because we know that 1% is still on the table. Sure. I mean, that... That year where the Colts decided to rest everybody, what was that 07? Where the Colts rested everybody, so the Browns ended up getting the short end of the stick and not finding their way into the playoffs? Like, that still burns and resonates in me. Oh, yeah, that was awful. I forgot about that. Yeah, so sorry to bring up bad memories. But, yeah, Stu, I appreciate the call, man. Enjoy the game tonight, and Happy New Year. Hey, thank you so much. I will worry about resting starters when everything is written in stone. When well, as far I can... as the division goes, the Ravens have it locked at this point, right? Because I feel like the only way the Browns could have taken it is if the Ravens lost out, but they won last week. So I don't think the Browns have the opportunity to take the AFC North. Am I correct in that or incorrect? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I've I've been so worried about the Browns themselves. And I know. Their way I know. There, at this point, it's I just don't get, care just about get in the playoffs. Like, it would be nice to care. win the division because that bye week would be lovely, but... I, I just I don't I don't know that they can pass the Ravens at this point. Um, down the hall and to the left. Andrew Hody's waving his arms around because I think he wants to turn his microphone on and say something, and he looks like a little kid that doesn't know where the bathroom is. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, the Browns actually do have a path to the division. 
if Baltimore loses their next two games, the Browns win their next two games, and Miami splits. Well, Miami splits, then that becomes a, uh, a first-round bye. But if Baltimore loses the next two games and the Browns win the next two, I believe they have the tiebreaker based on conference. Okay. So it's on a 10. Well, there you go. So, I was I was you. wrong. I had no idea. I thought the Ravens had it locked. Apparently they don't. So it's on a table. Look, again, the worst answer in Sports Talk Radio. Call me on Friday. Let me worry then. <laughs> right now, I just want to win. As long as they win and they chisel their place into the playoffs, this season is a success for me. 216-474-0092 at the Sports Veller on Twitter. This defense has been playing out of its mind, and it continues to play out of its mind. And I think there's an extension candidate on it. We'll talk about him next. Dan Manigan for Baskin and Phelps, 93 The Fan. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, the station that you are listening to. Nick Costas, Odyssey Sports betting insider, give you the latest on all the lines, the parlays, all that kind of good stuff through not only the Browns game, but through the rest of the NFL. Maybe a little NBA in there, too. Might squeeze a little bit in there. But definitely NFL base joining us at 11 o'clock to make sure everything is in line. And, of course... Big part of that is the fact that the, co- the countdown to the Cotton Bowl and the transfer portal continues to make news all across the college football world. Nick Wilson and Spencer German cover it all during their podcast, Sons of the Shoe. Subscribe now at 92.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So we'll definitely be asking Nick a little bit about the Cotton Bowl as well and maybe a little college in there. It's it's nice to see it. By the way, did, did anybody else, did anybody, MK, you're into these kind of things. Did you see the mayo dump? I didn't see the mayo dump, but I did see that Duke's Mayo tweeted out the soft about the soft serve machines in the press box and said that it was supposed to be mayo flavored soft serve. Oh, God, I don't know. No. I don't know if that was a joke or not. No. I hope it was a joke. That's but, a crime against humanity. But yeah, apparently there's a there is a soft serve machine at the Duke's Mayo Bowl in the press box. Oh. And according to the Duke's Mayo Twitter or X, or whatever you want to call it, um, they had Duke's flavored soft serve. Again, oh. I don't know if it was real or if it was just a bit. I I hope it was a bit because I, I got very uncomfortable, like viscerally uncomfortable when I read that tweet. First and foremost, I give every coach who is in the Duke's Mayo Bowl credit so far who has had mayonnaise dumped on their heads. That that just sounds the as miserable as misery gets, especially as someone like myself who just dis- Despises mayonnaise. I, I can't stand it. It has ruined sandwiches for years. It has ruined tuna fish. It has ruined everything that you put it on. Miracle Whip, I can kind of make work. I can tolerate it a little bit better than mayonnaise, but God, that, that just sounds gross. Not to mention that video that was circulating. I can't remember who started it, but they got some guy who was drinking mayonnaise in line before he was getting into the, the stadium. And I mean, legitimately, like holding the squeeze bottle up to his mouth and just going at it like it was a, uh, like it was Gushers, you know, like, it, or, um, not Gushers. What were those drinks called? Remember they used to have the, the stuff in them and you used to have to squeeze them? Um, plastic bottle. Oh, come on. You're the same age that I am. You know, these I things. know, but I'm trying to, but are you <laughs> talking about the, are you talking about the squeeze it? Yes, squeeze it. Oh, okay. Cause like, Thank well, you. cause you will, cause when you said I was thinking something that was like the same consistency as mayo and I was like, I don't remember a drink being that consistent. No, if it has that consistency, you may need to look into uh, what you're drinking and worry <laughs> no. about it a little. Yeah. Uh, that was... But yes, no, I do remember the squeeze it. The fruit punch squeeze was my favorite. It. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't remember it for the life of me. 
Yeah, that was that was a little much. So we will get to the college football landscape and all that stuff. And of course, you get the toaster or the uh, the pop tart bowl today. So you get the pop tart running around and the edible mascot and the the trophy if you haven't had a chance to see it, which is just unbelievable throughout this entire thing. So the the Browns, I you know we're looking at this team right now and we're looking at building for success into the future and we're looking at how to best supplement it. And we were talking a little bit about the offense and handing Amari Cooper a contract extension on, on Tuesday, which I think we're all for. Amari Cooper's been outstanding, and it's been a whole lot of fun along the way. But we didn't really look at the defensive side. And so I ask at 216-474-0092 at the Sportsfeller on Twitter, if you so desire. Who would you give a contract extension to on the defense? Miles Garrett's locked up for a good period of time. Denzel Ward's locked up for a good period of time. Grant Delpit signed an extension in the offseason. It seems like the core pieces are there. Dalvin Tomlinson signed in free agency. He's not going anywhere. But there's one guy on this defense that hasn't gotten his contract extension yet. And I think it's the first guy that I'm sliding one in front of whenever the season comes to a close and we get into extension season. And that guy's Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. And he... He stands out to me more than anybody else on this team because I feel like Jim Schwartz has had the biggest impact on him than anybody else on this defense. Miles Garrett was unbelievable no matter who the defensive coordinator was. His talent was always going to be there. It's been made a lot easier this season with having Zadarius Smith on the other side, with having Oboe for a good part of the season on the other side. His life has been made easier with Shelby Harris and Maurice Hurst and everybody else bringing that push. Anthony Walker has been really good for this team. He's been great in coverage. He's been great as the middle linebacker. Gets banged up a little bit, but, hey, it's football. They all do. JOK has been unlocked this season. And by that I mean simplified. Joe Woods in his defense, the word that you would constantly hear would be communication issues and complication. He had these guys doing so many different things with so many different terms. They were all over the place, and they, it seemed like they weren't they, they weren't all on the same page because there was too much terminology and it was too complicated for what was trying to be accomplished. Jim Schwartz came in. The first word we all heard when Jim Schwartz came in was white nine. The second set of words that we heard, especially when camp started and you started talking to all these guys, was simplicity that this defense is simpler. It's understandable. And you watch it, and it looks like it. You play a boatload of man. You know what's really easy to figure out? Hey, guard that guy. Done. There's no worrying about terminology and all that kind of stuff when it's play man. Hey, guard guard the guy in front of you. It feels like they went to JOK and said to him, buddy, go get the ball. Go get the ball. You know, the, the great replacements joke that they had going and I, and I, with the, with the one linebacker who was the CIA agent who played for a while and he would just get so pumped up. And I think it was John Favreau, but he would get so pumped up and all that stuff. And Gene Hackman would look at him and would just be like, go get the ball. Just go get me the football. Go get the ball. And I feel like that's exactly what they did to JOK. They just said, you are fast. You are strong. You are smart. Find the guy with the football and tackle him. And JOK has done that. He's got 14 pressures this season and four sacks. 18 tackles for a loss. 
And you watch these games the same way that I do. He's blowing up running plays left and right. He's blowing up screens left and right. He has contained mobile quarterbacks pretty well. A couple hiccups every so often. But he's maintained mobile quarterbacks pretty well along the way. He seems to have become a key cog in this defense and what they want to do. And it's all because they looked at a guy who was as athletic as JOK was. And we're continuing to do the classic Bill Belichick. You know, back when Bill Belichick could coach and not now when he was just grumpy and his team was losing. Which is, tell me what this guy can do. And let's not have him do what he can't do. This guy can go get the ball. This guy can go get the guy who is carrying the ball. And so that's what the Browns did. Is they made it so JOK can just Go after whoever has the football and know that he has coverage on the back that Juan Thornhill is going to have that covered, that Anthony Walker is going to communicate this well enough to make sure that the middle of the field has some level of coverage to it, that they know exactly what is happening. We're not seeing anything bizarre. We're not seeing anything really, really off the wall out of Jim Schwartz's defense. It continues to be simple. Play great man-to-man coverage. Hold it for long enough so that the defensive line can get in and can get near the quarterback and distract him and disturb him and make it so that he can't get the ball out on time and on target. Continue to have that great pass rush. And the minute you have that pass rush, everything else behind you can line up. I think the other one I would debate looking at would be a Maurice Hurst, who's had a great resurrection here and has done a great job. I would maybe look to sign him to a long-term deal. The problem is you can't sign all of these guys. You know, you, you've built this thing the way that you have. Like Juan Thornhill isn't going anywhere. Greg Newsom is still on the first round pick contract. MJ Emerson might be the other one that you'd want to extend. Okay. I'm in for that idea. Now he's still, you know, got a couple of years left that are a little bit more manageable, but I would extend MJ Emerson as well. That probably would be second on my list. And again, because he continues to get better every single week. He's starting to get some picks out of this now so people are really paying attention to him. Instead of being outstanding at breaking up passes, he's starting to actually get the interceptions that come his way. They haven't really used him in a whole lot of blitzes, and I'm fine with that. You know, the corner blitz is something you use every so often. It's something special. You don't need that guy to do it all the time, especially when you got a Grant Delpit who is very good at it. But MJ Emerson has done a fantastic job covering guys on top of it. So maybe that would be the other one that I would look to extend, but I think you still got a couple more years before you have to do that one. But needless to say that this defense has been absolutely outstanding this entire year. And guys that were brought in who were immensely talented are really finding themselves in it. And Jim Schwartz has done a fantastic job of really, really accentuating what these guys do great. And I think that's been... Probably the be- the greatest breath of fresh air that this team has had. That making such a simple move as bringing in Jim Schwartz, we all thought it would have an impact. We all thought that it would be an improvement. We all thought that, you know, hey, just anything except Joe Woods. I think we all said that more times than we can count. But what Jim Schwartz has really brought to the table has been a serious breath of fresh air and has been exactly what this team has needed all season long. 10 and 5, a huge chunk of it is because of what that defense has done. 
and the fact that it hasn't allowed points and it hasn't allowed yards and it's forced takeover turnovers and it's forced three and outs at a higher rate than anybody else in the league, that even if it struggles a smidge, a little bit, it's still fantastic enough that you don't have to worry. And that's awesome. Especially if you're going to go through four quarterbacks. Especially if you're going to struggle a little bit on offense as everybody still gets on the same page, it still gets their timing down and all of that stuff. Having a defense that can lock down that way. I mean, that defense probably what? That defense won you the Bears game? I think we could say that with pretty good, pretty good faith. That defense won the Bears game. I think that defense definitely, that defense probably won you the Jags game. I mean, you did turn, cause Trevor to throw three turnovers in that game. Like, and that's just in the last couple of weeks looking at it that the defense has pretty much come in and won it for you and has kept this super close and has made it so that your quarterback didn't need to do a whole boatload to get the job done. Your defense won you the San Francisco game. I think we could say that with, with greatness. Again, Jim Schwartz seems to be the kryptonite for Kyle Shanahan's offense. Your defense has won you the Colts game. Sure, a couple penalties every so often, whatever. But your defense kept in that game as well. And so I want to keep this defense as whole as possible. Maybe add in some supplemental pieces. Maybe use free agency as a little bit of seasoning. But I want that core to remain the same. I want Miles Garrett to not move. And by the way, he's not. He's under contract for a long period of time. Denzel Ward has been great. When he's been on the field, he's been one of the, probably the five best corners in football. If you could argue one. You know, he's locked down that well. MJ Emerson has been outstanding. I don't want him to go anywhere. And JOK, smack dab in the middle of it, has been a part of it. And the spine of that defense, hopefully, 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 will be the same for a good chunk of the time. 216-474-0092, at the Sports Feller on Twitter, if you so desire. Nick Costos, Odyssey Sports betting insider, joining us next. Dan Menegan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92 through the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.